Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosher sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Actually, no, I'm not. This is one of our days in studio. We're at the Capital Region International Airport, and I'm reaching out to multi-state this time around to Dr. Stephen Kernan, Chair for the MA in Social Entrepreneurship and Change Program at Pepperdine University of Malibu, California. And our topic today is social entrepreneurship and change program. Dr. Kernan, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Thank you for having me today. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you. Tremendous. Let's start it off. And how are SEC alumni and our faculty currently serving the state of Michigan and its business community? Great question. Now, taking a step back to show how we can do this is we have a hybrid program, meaning we meet face-to-face 60% of the time, synchronously online like we're doing now, 40% of the time. That allows us to have our students and faculty from across the country. So we've had lots of students that have come through alumni from Michigan and faculty that are working in Michigan right now. So we currently have students and faculty members that are in Michigan. And two examples are Erica Davis. She's an SEC alumna, and she's based in Detroit, and she has operations of SUDUP. And SUDUP equips students for life after school by partnering with local businesses and organizations to run mentorship programs, learning opportunities. And it helps these businesses meet these students, build their workforce as well. And when one of our faculty is another example, Dr. Corte. He records a weekly show out of Detroit called Fox Soul's Black Report, and that program aims to celebrate Black culture and deals with real topics that impacts everyday lives of the Black community and the workforce that are there. So we have people that are active in Michigan in our program. The design of it, we want to attract from all states, including Michigan, and we have, and we want to give back to the states as well. Tremendous. Well, it follows up. How can the SEC program help Michigan businesses solve issues currently impacting their workforce, such as recruitment and retention? Okay. And again, we'll continue to talk about that. Our faculty, we do a lot of research and work with recruitment and retention. And one of our faculty mentors, Dr. Santo Nishizaki, get his name correct, Nishizaki, has just released a book called Working with Gen Z, a handbook to recruit, retain, reimagine the workforce after COVID-19. So what we do a lot of work with, and we would love to do this with Michigan, we did this with SUDUP, is help research and build these practices that deal with these workplace challenges. Because our whole approach, our pedagogy is, we think that you need to engage and create the culture for success. Because obviously, sustainable business models is part of what we do. Finance is part of what we do. But what I always say is I can make a financial spreadsheet legally look a lot of different ways. The thing that's real in a company is that culture, that engagement of the employees. So we are opening to partner with the Michigan businesses on what we call win-win projects. It could be from consultant to case studies to our students are constantly looking at ways to do experiential projects with real organizations that have real problems to help them solve. And we love being able to work with Michigan in that way. That sounds perfect. So it follows, why is it important for growth and sustainability for Michigan businesses to have access to leaders who can connect them with all generations currently working in the workforce? Well, we are at a very interesting time. We have five generations in the workforce. We have the silent generation, baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z. I won't tell you which one I'm at. You can guess. (laughs) You can try to decide. But we have five generations. Each one has different mindsets and expectations of the workforce. You really, to bring this harmony to the workforce, getting back to the culture, 
leaders and businesses need to be able to self-examine themselves because we all have these lens for how we see ourselves and see others. You need to be cognizant that this diversity, and it is diversity, so you need to be able to harness this diversity by looking at yourself first, analyzing your organizations to see what systems are in place that causes problems. Because we run into companies that say, oh, I can't work with Gen Zs, or I can't work with baby boomers. We're able to, our students and faculty, we have students across all those five generations. We teach them how to work together. We can go into your organizations and help you analyze this. And I mentioned one of our professors, Dr. Nishizaki, writing his book. Another one of our professors, Dr. John Barton, just released a book. And he takes another aspect. And this is interesting because what he does is he says his book is called Better Religion, a Primer for Interreligious Peacekeeping. His approach is religion is not the problem politics around religion is. So what he does is he teaches organizations and governments how to harness their employees that may have whatever faith or non-faith they have to good and change. Because that's powerful if you know how to harness that diversity as well. So we can go in and show you how to capture this diversity across generations, across different aspects of diversity as well. Well, that makes sense. So I'll follow that with why is it important for growth and sustainability for Michigan businesses to have access and leaders who understand how to drive movement requiring a coalition of nonprofit, academic, government groups, all to address the issues important to the state, such as quality of affordable health care, education environment, and sustainable agriculture? Ooh, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Yeah. And again, with our program, we meet on two of Pepperdine's campuses, one in Washington, D.C., right on Pennsylvania Avenue, and the other one in the L.A. area. Why do we do this? Because we want students to experience and know the best of what we call West Coast entrepreneurism and also East Coast advocacy, because we know that it's required for industry, academia, and government to work together to solve any major issues. For instance, I've got my dual life. I also come from biotechnology in California. And we've been doing this in biotechnology. We know you need to work with academia for patents, government for regulation and for patents, and your for-profit companies. You have to come together to solve these problems. We saw this in COVID-19 in the biotech industry with the companies that developed the vaccines. So our students learn all about how to pull these constituencies together. They're very comfortable working in these different environments, pull them together. We have some of our students that may focus on more on the nonprofit, but they have to understand the for-profit government. We have students on the for-profit side that have to understand the other way and in the government as well. So we have this concept to say, you create impact through collaboration. So we don't view these as competitive. We view those as an opportunity to collaborate to solve a problem. So that's our mindset. So how we would help Michigan business leaders is we think that needs to get into all business. It's a different type of mindset where you have to view how do you solve your problem? How do you become sustainable? It's not going to be by isolation. It's going to be more collaboration. And we would love to work with Michigan businesses to bring that mindset as well. Tremendous. As we go to wrap this up, what brought our attention to your group was actually a gathering in Washington, D.C. Is there anything that came out of that event that would be relevant to our conversation? Absolutely. What came out of that event is we had representatives from all those areas we just talked about, you know, for-profit academia government. We had representatives from Massachusetts, from D.C., from California. Would love to get some from Michigan as well. What came out is that there is a need to change how we look at organizations and business for sustainability. That 
as we talked about all the things we talked about from the different generations who are demanding us to give back more to communities than we take out from understanding that we need to solve bigger problems than just within a corporation. What became very clear is that this collective, and that's why we called it the social enterprise collective, is needed to solve problems. And we need to all work together and view organizations differently going forward as a way to solve problems. And that's really what came out. And it was a great two-day event. And we hope to, by having this, those businesses out there in Michigan, please contact us. We would love you to be involved with our next one next year. And what is that contact information? You can reach us at pepperdine.edu. And when you get there, social entrepreneurship and change, you'll find a big page on us and you can reach me through that. But the shortest, easiest way is pepperdine.edu. Tremendous. Well, Dr. Kernan, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thank you for having me and enjoy the rest of your day. Take care now. Excellent. Once again, we've been speaking with Dr. Stephen Kernan, Chair for the MA in Social Entrepreneurship and Change Program, Pepperdine University out of Malibu, California. And our topic today has been Social Entrepreneurship and Change Program. We'll be back with more Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.